Hi, it's Ian Brody here. Welcome to another Authority Marketing Podcast. With me on the line is Jeff Ram. Jeff's a multi-award winning marketing speaker. He's based here in the UK, but he's um, spoke and has had a rave of reviews um, from, from talks he's done in Europe, South Africa, the Middle East. He's kind of known as the, uh, the Billy Connolly of marketing. And he's created this thing called observational marketing, where he looks at life and uh, and marketing and brings out the lessons we can all learn from that. He's also the youngest fellow of the PSA, the Professional Speaking Association in, in the uh, in the UK, and is going to become the president from October onwards. So uh, welcome to the call, Jeff. Thank you very much, Ian. Welcome. Oh, by the way, for everyone listening, if you get a bit confused between our voices, because we do kind of come <laughs> from the same place in the world, uh, Jeff's the one who sounds ever so slightly more sophisticated than me. We, we are the marketing ant and deck. Is that right? Uh, for all the American listeners, that will probably mean nothing. Um, from where we come, let me just tell you definitely, from where Jeff and I come from in the world is obviously the poshest place, the most highest regarded with uh, that everyone looks <laughs> up to. Right, Jeff. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, Jeff, you've really established a, a reputation in marketing, not just in the UK, but worldwide. So as I said, you're a regular speaker in South Africa, Iran, the Netherlands, a whole bunch of places. But take us back a bit. Um, how did you get started in the marketing field? Well, that's a good question, Ian. Uh, I, do you know what it is? I've, I've, I've had a love and a passion since I was three years old. From being three years old, from being literally a toddler, I would remember slogans and logos and adverts and leaflets and flyers and characters and music, everything from the world of, I suppose, advertising, marketing, promotion. Um, so really from being a kid, from being a child, I've just loved everything marketing for some crazy reason. Uh, and I, I studied it at school and college, then it went to university. And I, I just knew at a very early age what I wanted to do. And uh, my first marketing role was uh, as a marketing advisor for startup businesses and, and micro-business. And uh, I, it was just phenomenal. And, and You know, you, you come out of university with all of these fabulously long words on marketing. <laughs> and I was, I was sat down, my very first client, I mean, I was 22 years old. My very first client was a, he was a, he was a window cleaner. And he came in, he said, uh, I said, how can I help you? His name's called, uh, Gary Thompson. And I'll never forget him. And he said, uh, he said I, need, I need more customers. I said, right. And he said, oh. And he reached into his pocket and grabbed a £10 note out of his pocket and shoved it on the desk. And he said, but I've only got that to spend. Mm. How do I do it? And you know what? I, said, I think that's the defining moment of my career, which was the first day of my career, <laughs> was, uh, you know, how can we get the maximum? How can we achieve or how can we get the objectives of what we want to do for marketing for next to nothing? For next to nothing. Um, rather than just leave the listeners in the dark on that one, I'll tell you what I did. I, I, I dug a bit deeper in terms of what he did and how he did it. I mean, he's, he's just a window cleaner, you might think, but he does a lot of commercial work. And he told me, sort of off record, when I was when I was chatting to him, he said, uh, "Oh, we've just finished an abseiling course." I said, "Oh, very good, abseiling, very good." He said, "No, no, no, for the business." And he was the first company, or very one of the very first companies in in the United Kingdom to have received this abseiling certificate, which could allow him and his team to jump off buildings and clean windows. And from that, a press release emerged, a promotional campaign, a strategy emerged, and we we got him customers, and we didn't even have to spend the £10. Mm. <laughs> so that's My background is, is from being a child to, it's just been my passion, my love. It really has, and it's... Uh, after after the, working for the 
for the agency for working with small businesses. Mm. I then worked very closely with Honda, uh, with Chrysler, with Fiat, with Citroen, with some of the largest sort of car manufacturers and marks in the world, in which they would give me hundreds upon thousands to spend on launching their new brands into the northeast of England. And so you you went from nothing to everything. Mm. But I still I still brought the same principles of how can we launch this brand new car but without spending the money. And uh it's it's tried and tested. It's I do this for, for corporates all over the world and it's just it's just a, it's it's as I said to you before, this this isn't a job. <laughs> So, 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 really, I guess we're getting into now what happened next because you, you had this kind of platform of doing great work, um, kind of, you know, face to face doing the stuff with the car brands or, or advising um, businesses, small and large, and so clients are loving you. You're doing great work, um, but so how did you get from there to where you are today? What was your big break? What sort of began to build that kind of fame and reputation with Ooh. a wider audience? Fame. I love the fact that you use fame. I, I oh. call it fame. <laughs> never ever call it fame. Um, well, I was I was working for these large manufacturers. I was I was marketing manager for for nine brands in the region, and we did some phenomenal stuff. And on the last day of February two thousand and two, <laughs> I remember it as if it was yesterday. Um, they came in and they made myself and the whole marketing team redundant. Um, and we just lost everything. I lost my car, my phone, my, my, my salary, and I suppose a lot of confidence, if, 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 if truth be known. And that was the biggest turning point, I suppose, in, in my career, my sort of business life. Because on the, the within 24 hours, the 1st of March, I decided never to work for anybody uh, again. <laughs> and I set up my own business called Mercury Marketing. And I went back to my roots of, of working with entrepreneurs and smaller businesses because there was a huge niche in the market there still is nobody touches this market it's a it's a huge vast market and um the business as you can now tell us was first of march 2002 has just finished its 10th year mm-hmm. uh birthday uh but a lot happened a lot changed five years ago and this passion that i have for marketing will will, will never sort of will never fade but what i really really wanted to go into was was professional speaking, speaking about the things that I was doing for clients and that I was observing in the world, what was happening to help influence and inspire and enthuse many more businesses rather than just on a one-to-one. Yeah, I want reaching to... more people because yeah. you're out there on stage. Just in one hour, you can impact on a thousand people, and I just thought I wanted I, and and my passion and my love for speaking, uh, you know, it was, it was always there. So five years ago. I still have Mercury Marketing, by the way, but five years ago, I launched JeffRam.com, JeffRam Marketing Speaker, and it that day, that five years ago, uh, to what I'm doing now, from working locally to sort of now working globally, speaking on main stage platforms, is just, just incredible, and it's happened in a very short space of time. Mm. Um, I, you know, as marketeers, we're always very optimist, optimistic. But uh, I would never have envisaged what I'm doing right here, right now, just a few years ago. And how did you build that that speaking presence? And uh, and, and and you know, how, how do you get started on on the speaking front? Well, I I don't have coaches, mentors. I don't have any of that type of stuff. I'd, I'd um, it was just literally me, me in the business. I don't employ anybody at all. 
And when I made the decision to sort of say, look, my future, where, where do I see it? Where do I really, what do I really want to be doing in 10, 20, 30 years' time? And it was speaking. So I thought, right, I need to get in amongst this profession. Mm-hmm. So I'd heard of an organisation in the UK called the Professional Speaking Association, the PSA. And I went along to one of the meetings that they had in Leeds. And it was a Saturday morning, 8 o'clock till 12. I was just blown away by it. I thought I've just got to get. I was, I was, I was watching speakers of all shapes and sizes, of all levels and degrees of of competence, I suppose, if you could call it. Mm. And I, I just fell in love with it. I thought this is the place to be. And I joined there and there on the spot. Mm. And I started going to the meetings. You meet other speakers and find out what they do and how they do it. And you're starting to sharpen and hone in your speaking skills and your content. And as it's not just a northeast thing, it's it's we've got chapters, we've got regions all over the country, but we're part of the uh, of a global network. There's these same professional bodies in Canada, America, um, South Africa, Australia, you name it. So I started within the first six to eight months of contacting the other UK regions mm-hmm. and and offering them, can I come and do a talk for you? You know, you, you don't get paid. You put your own fuel in the tank, but you know you're helping other people, and it, it gets you know my name known. Mm. And I started doing this, and you know, you know, and I know, and everybody, hopefully, you listen to this call knows. You know, this this word of mouth stuff. <laughs> it beats anything else out there, and um, it was. I started sort of speaking more nationally, and that, that was my that was my goal to speak nationally. But if I can just interrupt there, Jeff, in a way, you, you're kind of getting. Uh, it sounds a bit jargony, but you've got kind of leveraged word of mouth there because you're not just working one to one with people and hoping they will do something in return. You're giving something on a much wider scale because you're speaking to to bigger groups and really going out. Um, I, I guess I guess on a limb in that you, you're not you know you're not waiting for people to pay you to go out and do this stuff. You just got in your car and you aggressively went everywhere quite early to to uh, to go and do presentations yeah. and to get people seeing you. Absolutely, you know. I mean, I, I want I want to improve my skills. And I want to improve my 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 style and my content. And you know, the more stage time we get, the better we can we can hone our our, our sort of skills in. But I also I've, I've got a ton. Of, I've got a ton of ideas. I've got a ton of ideas I give to other businesses, other speakers, other you know entrepreneurs. So I want to give this away. I mean, I, I don't hold anything back. You know, it's there to be. I, I, I don't keep stuff back. I just literally let it all loose. But you know, I, I was doing one of my own sort of techniques, as as indeed was one of your techniques. You give the stuff away. Mm. Now, I'm not a believer in sort of give the stuff away. People will go and do it themselves and say thank you very much. Yes, that might happen. But you know what? You get remembered for it because you're giving value more than ever. You get you're giving value, and I did this for about a year, and. Um, I got a phone call. I've I've told this story so many times. It's it's <laughs> it's it, but it's just a beautiful thing. It's it, for me. It it was it was the game changer in my career. I look back with it on fondness, and I just just uh, ah, I, I got a phone call. July time. It was about June, July time, two thousand and nine, and it was three o'clock in the afternoon, Friday afternoon. Now you know, and I know, and everybody listening on this call knows that's a call centre, <laughs> right? <laughs> That's that's somebody trying to flog you. You've won a kitchen or you've you've won a mobile phone, and it had international out of area on the on the screen. I thought oh, it's a 
call centre. I picked the phone up and the guy said, can I speak to Jeff Ram? I said, speaking. He said, that's Jeff Ram. I said, yeah. He said, what are you doing on the 17th, 18th, 19th and 20th of of uh, November? And I looked through my diary. I said, well, I'm speaking at the PSA conference in London on the Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I said, you want, you, you're thinking about me for the Monday? He says, yes. He said, um, because you're in London, we'll, we'll fly you out from there. I says, fly, fly me to where? He said, Tehran. I said, Tehran, Iran, Tehran. And he said, <laughs> he said, yeah. And it was for, I mean, I was gobsmacked. I thought, what on earth is this? I actually thought it was a joke. I genuinely, hand on heart, thought one of my friends had phoned up a local radio station because my surname's Ram. We'll get him a book, booking in Tehran, Iran, and it all rhymes. We'll have some fun. <laughs> and I literally, I was, it wasn't flippant on the phone. I was trying to be very professional, but I was waiting for the, I was waiting for the sort of, you know, the, the catch line as such or the catchphrase of I've been caught out but I hadn't and it wasn't and it was a genuine booking and I flew out to the world advertisement the very first world advertising forum in Tehran in 2009 and I met some amazing speakers who've become very good friends since um, I won the best speaker award um, which was voted for by 2000 businesses in that in that auditorium which I was gobsmacked I got on the plane a week later because we did another conference in the city of Isfahan. I got on the plane back to Heathrow uh, with a Persian rug under my arm. That was my that was my gift <laughs> for winning the the, the 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 contest, I suppose, or the, the the award. And I and I I I returned back to the UK, a different person and a different speaker. Ian, um, the, I've always been confident, but I suppose the the word I'm looking for here is belief. Because this, my my stories, my talks, my titles, my anecdotes, my ideas can go down well in Sunderland, Newcastle, Durham, Leeds, Hartlepool, and everywhere else. But when you know that your 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 stuff can can go through a translator on the other side of the world, that's when you have belief that you can really take this on a global scale and that was the game changer I met uh, for me the greatest speaker I've ever seen Michael Jackson who is from South Africa he's, he's British uh, British by birth but he lives in South Africa and he has brought me out to South Africa eight times in the past 18 months mm. and I've done some tours around South Africa working with corporates keynoting uh, working with uh, entrepreneurs again which is fabulous but all in speaking and people say well how did you do it and how did you get it I take it back you've got to take everything back you know as, as, as a marketeer you've got to measure every single thing and I can measure speaking in Johannesburg and Cape Town to speaking in Leeds and putting a tank of fuel in my petrol yeah. three years ago because it was a recommendation that got you the the phone call from well, Iran in the first place from someone uh, who'd seen you speak yeah, that, well, that, this is the crazy thing. This is the crazy, crazy thing because the guy who recommended me to Iran had never ever seen me speak. Uh, a guy called Mike Ogilvy, a very good friend of mine now, he'd heard about me through others who'd seen me at doing these free events. Mm. And <laughs> there lies the power in uh, giving, hopefully giving value away. Um, you know, taking the the risk, I suppose, of giving your stuff away, freebie samples. My God, it works. Mm. And he recommended me on the strength of hearing other people who'd seen me, and um, that has just changed my career.
Mm. It really has. And it also sounds sounds as if what you used as well was a because we, we were talking to you about in a way using um, presenting and and getting out there and people hearing you as a strategy for becoming better known for for building that reputation. But you've also, of course, um, you were talking there about partnerships. So you didn't just present and there were some other speakers there. You got to know them. You oh, you know some yeah. of them are bringing you elsewhere in the world. I'm sure you, you're doing similar. I know uh, for Michael bringing him over to the UK. So. Uh, it's it's not just about the getting your name known. It's forming partnerships with other people you trust who can then help you out and you can help them out. Exactly. You know. You know. You 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 don't give to get, but you know. You you give. You you can get. Uh, it's incredible. You know. I mean, we 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 help each other when we're on these speaker tours, and I've 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 just been booked for the fourth consecutive year to go back there, which is which is just lovely, um, and a real honour, should I say. Um, but with the, the speakers who you who you work with and the people who you work alongside, we're, we're we're wanting to do the very best for the audience. So we're working through the night on different stories and slides in which we can seamlessly weave in for the following day, right? For for the good of the audience, and we're working together, we're in partnership together, and because we know each other, we can refer each other. Because we can refer each other, the whole world opens up as a potential marketplace. And this isn't a marketing strategy that I had five years ago. Yeah. This, this, I've got nothing written down of the sort. It was a case of getting myself known, getting myself out there, and you know, earning a living from professional marketing speaking. Uh, that was that was my objective. But how I've done it is just by get, getting out there, giving more, giving it away, and it can come back to you. Yeah, and I think that's one of the. We, we were talking about this before, before we came on the call. One of the the nice things, I guess, about speaking, is that because um, a lot of other things you might do in business are kind of done in private behind closed doors, but when you're out on stage speaking, lots of people can see you in action, even if they're not a potential customer. They mm. could be someone who could refer you, and then when the chance comes to give a referral, they they've got they can do it with a lot of confidence. Someone could have heard you're a great consultant, but it, they they don't really feel it. But if they've seen you on stage, then you know they know you're a great speaker. They absolutely know it. It's yeah. I mean, they've got you know we we'll have people listening on on this on this call on this interview who are consultants, who are trainers, who are you know, advisors, and um, they say, well, how do, how do I get my name known? How do I get out there? How do I do? I mean. Simply by offering, simply by going along to a, a group, a networking group, uh, an organisation, and saying, "Look, what do you, would you like me to do? Twenty minutes on the top three tips on X, Y, Z. You're giving away value, but what what do you become in that room to a room full of ten, twenty, thirty, forty people? You become the expert. You become the leader of the pack. You become the person that hopefully you're the go-to person for this subject area." Um, but you can, you know, simply by doing something like this, people will tweet about you. People will sort of Facebook. People will be asking you questions. You know, you can you can give away fact sheets, hints, tips, ideas, DVDs, download. There's my YouTube channel. You become the expert in your field at what you do. And my word, there's there's, there's something to be said about giving away 20 minutes to reach 50 people. I'm just wondering how long it would take us as marketeers. To reach fifty people, one to one, yeah, <laughs> quite a while, quite a while. So not, not everybody wants to speak. Not everyone wants indeed, to get indeed, up. Indeed, that's but, true. But my my opinion, you don't have to be a performer. 
you just have to be passionate yeah and that's one of the things that's really it's come out from a lot of my interviews but it's come out from you is the it's your passion both for the topic the subject marketing but also for improving yourself and your and your skills at speaking and I think that's a kind of necessity as well is that even if you don't start off as a great speaker you've got to have the passion to to keep learning and improving so that you end up as a great speaker yeah, I would say so. Yeah, definitely. So if we look back at what you know, what what helped you make it? Um, you started off with this passion. Um, you, you built your your knowledge and your expertise in marketing, um, and you went down the speaking route and you gave it away. You went out, you spoke in front of groups all over the place to build your reputation to get people knowledgeable about you. And then of course you had your big your big hit in Tehran. <laughs> But because you'd, but that was because you'd got your name out there and you'd, you'd honed your craft so that you you, you made a really big impact. Um, what, what, is there anything else you'd say is kind of like the secret sauce to making that's worked for you in terms of marketing yourself? Ooh, the secret sauce. Yeah, um, I'm not sure there I, ever is any secret sauce. But if you could name something a secret sauce, I tell you what, Ian, I hope you've got that secret sauce hashtag. That would be a good one. <laughs> um, let me, let me. I'm guessing some of the people listening now have gone straight to Twitter to see if you've got it. <laughs> hey, we should have it. We should, we should put the sauce, secret sauce yeah. on there. We'll That's release the we interview. Do. We should put secret sauce. Learn Jeff Ram's hash secret sauce. We'll do it straight away. <laughs> the secret sauce. Oh, man, what can I say? I mean, from a speaker point of view, from a business consultant point of view, and, and, and from a... Look, just for me, I want everything to be the best. Well, this isn't me being, uh, you know, Mr. Daddy competitive here, but I want everything to be the very best that I can, I can possibly make it. Uh, and, and, and by that, I mean my slides. My, my slides, it's not just the content, but how, how I deliver it. I want my slides to be the best on that program. I want the, my slides to be the best on the day. I want my sub slides to be the best that I can do in that hour. Now, I put a lot of time and thought in, in, into the design and the creation of these, but it's it's your marketing collateral. It's my business cards. I would like, and I'm not saying that it's, it's you know it's other people to make that assumption. Yes or no? But I would like my business cards to be the best in the room. I would like my promotional materials to be the best, or, or should I say, best different? I think for best, you can you can almost see different. It's it's almost in the same paragraph. I want that to stand out. I want my marketing literature to stand out. I want my uh, business cards. I want my slides. Every single thing that I do that comes from me has to be a part of me. It's my own personal brand. So, yeah, Jeff, I just saw me. God, he was different. He was crazy. He was wacky. He was innovative. He was creative. He was enthusiastic. He, you know, it, it, it got us thinking differently. Uh, and all this type of stuff, all these key buzzwords that hopefully the audience are going to get have to come from my marketing collateral as well. So after I've gone, my mark is still with them. They will always remember me. And, you know, the secret sauce is 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 being a part of that personal brand. It's, it's, it's that extension after you've left the room. What does that person believe in? You know, what does the person think of about you? Uh, judging by your marketing collateral. So the kind of now, consistency with... Who you, the personality you get oh. across on stage is your mar the, everything you do in marketing is consistent with that. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, it's pointless me talking about being different on stage and standing up from the crowd and spotting opportunities if my business card is 
uh, you know, is, is a freebie template one from the online. And my marketing materials are gram, 60, 70 gram paper from the local supermarket printed uh, or photocopied. I, I kill myself dead. Mm-hmm. I've got a, you know, I, and, and I set myself up. I set myself up hopefully for high standards, but we're only on this earth one. Why not? The secret sauce. That's, that's part of the ingredients. Mm-hmm. If I'm brutally honest here, um, I, I get booked and rebooked, which is a lovely thing, but people say, well, where do you get your gigs from? I would say 90% of them come from referrals. People who've seen me speak in other places, put somebody in the room or somebody wants me back again, but it comes from recommendations and referrals. That there alone comes from customer service and nowhere else. Nowhere else. It's, it's, you, you don't get paid to do that talk. For me, that's, that's 30 odd percent of your, of your fee as you talk. You, you, your package is before, during and after. Right. So is that kind of how, how wonderful you are to do business with from the moment they first contact you through preparing for the event, all that sort of stuff? Absolutely. Ian, absolutely. This is, you're, you're buying a package. You're buying a whole... It's, it's everything. It's, it's somebody phones me up and wants, wants a quote, wants a chat about they've got an event coming up. and so, it's, it's, so I'm speaking to them on the phone. And then obviously I've got to follow up. Maybe they want a proposal. Now the proposal I send has got to be different. It's got to be different from every other person's proposal. It's got to stand out from the from the rest. Uh, and I've really got to sort of dig deep in terms of what this business wants because it's not just an off-the-shelf talk. Every single one is tailored and tweaked to that audience. So it's it's how I work with beforehand, and I make sure that I'm the first person in that room on the day. Now, I could be speaking at 7 o'clock at night, but I will find out when the organisers and the AV people get there. It might be sort of two in the afternoon, eleven in the morning. I am there when they are. It's 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 just so I know. It's 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 not being sort of you know OCD about this. It's it's me being conscious that you are paying me for the package, and I want to give you the package. So I I can speak to you. I can have a cup of tea with you beforehand. I can meet the AV guys. I can set up. I can make sure everything's right, there's no hiccups, and everything is pretty much 99% ready to go come the talk. But I can also meet the guests and members and businesses as they come through the door. I can chat with them, I can have a cup of coffee with them, maybe help them, find out about them. It's not just about the talk. Mm. The talk's the talk, but afterwards, you know, I'm, I'm, I might be there first in the room, but I pretty much make sure I'm one of the last out of the room. As well. And it's just called value. and. The little thing at the end, the little thing at the end, I just wonder how many people listening to this conversation now have clients, um, you know, and, and it's coming up to, you know, it's 2012 now, we're into July. I just wonder how many will thank their clients for the business come December in time for Christmas. I wonder if they'll give them a card, a personalised card. I wonder if they will go so far as to get them a wonderful gift. Because in the economic times that we live in, the niceties in terms of customer service, in terms of gifts, in terms of thank yous, believe me, they go out the window because no budget for them. If ever there's a time for a budget for something, it is this and it is right now. I've been doing it for 10 years and I believe this is the secret source of where I am today. 
excellent. excellent. You've got to thank people. You've my words. You've got to appreciate the business because they've took a risk on you, and they've paid you good money, no matter how much that was, um, for that service, and you've delivered it. Now, let us let us just for once in that year go back at Christmas time and say, you know what? Thank you so much for the business, and I wish you uh, every you know every success for the coming year. It's simple. But yet, and some people say, well, Jeff, that's not rocket science. I say, well, I beg to differ. It is rocket science, because you don't find too many rocket scientists, and you don't find too many people in businesses that actually do this. Mm. And it just baffles me. This is called service. What are we doing? It's, it's time we started thinking more about this, because this is what sets ourselves out from the field uh, in the years to come. Brilliant, brilliant. Hey, Jeff, thanks so much for that. That has been incredibly useful. Uh, one final question for you. Uh, if people want to find out more about you, if they think maybe they, uh, they'd like to book you and uh, hear you talk more of this stuff at an event, and where would they go to? They can go straight to my website, which is all the W's, jeffram.com, which is G-E-O-F-F-R-A-M-M, and that's jeffram.com. If any of your guests on this show would like to uh, watch me in action, uh, there's a there's a there's a coming soon page on the website. However, if they want to do something now and get more ideas straight away, if they type in "great marketing ideas," that's "great marketing ideas" into YouTube, you'll come across my channel, and I've got oof, at, at the point of talking to you, I've got 35 videos on there of me speaking, giving away ideas, but also some of my observational videos as well on how other brands and businesses are standing out from the marketplace. It's all free of charge. Go to the YouTube channel, subscribe to it if you wish, uh, have a view, and hopefully it will help one or two people on this call. Excellent. And uh, and it's funny too. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got to have some lightheartedness, haven't we? <laughs> I've never been serious in my life. Um, yeah, you've, you've got to have a bit of fun from time to time. Excellent. Hey, thanks very much, Jeff. That's been really great. Much appreciated. And uh, I really do encourage people to head over both to your website and uh, check you out on, on, on the YouTube channel. Brilliant. Thank you. Very much, Ian. I wish everybody every success. Cheers.